0: Welcome to ETH Daily, a daily briefing on the latest in Ethereum. Core developers introduce an EIP for execution layer triggerable exits, Pika protocol unveils its Pika token, Argon cancels plans for Argon DAO, and Arbitrum 1 generates over 3,000 Ether in fee revenue. All this and more from ETH Daily starts right now. Ethereum core developer Danny Ryan introduced EIP-7002, a specification for execution layer triggerable exits. The EIP would allow validator exits to be executed with 0x01 withdraw credentials. Currently, validators have two keys, including an active key and a withdraw credential. The active key remains hot while the withdraw credential can remain cold until exits However, only the active validator key can initiate a validator exit. EAP7002 seeks to solve custody issues where an active validator key owner can hold the stake hostage as well as in the events of lost active keys. With the EAP, only withdrawal credentials are required for validator exits. The EAP is especially helpful for liquid staking token and DVT staking protocols. Pika protocol, a derivatives exchange native to Optimism, unveiled its Pika utility token, which will be released during a token generation event on May 23rd. Users will be able to stake Pika to access trading fee discounts. The protocol also plans to use Pika as a gas token on its own chain that will be built on the OP stack. Pico will have a total supply of 100 million, with an initial circulating supply of 19 million. The team has allocated 19% of token supply to the token generation events. 30% to Future Rewards, 20% to Growth and DAX Liquidity, 20% to Core Contributors and Advisors, and 11% to Retroactive and Future Airdrops. Early users of the protocol have also been whitelisted for the token generation events. Notably, the allocation does not feature VC or investor allocations, as Pika protocol has been fully self-funded. The protocol will also have an escrowed Pika token, which is non-transferable and locked for one year. Over the coming months, Pika plans to work on the launch of its V4 upgrade and an NFT perpetuals exchange. Argon, a project that provides infrastructure for DAOs, has scrapped plans for the launch of its DAO. Instead, Argon DAO is being repurposed into a grants program. The project claims Argon DAO came under a coordinated 51% attack by a group of its token holders that are capable of reaching a majority vote in the Argon DAO. Argonne says the group seeks to access the Argonne Dow Treasury for their own financial gains. In 2017, Argonne raised a $25 million ICO for its ANT utility token. The Argonne Treasury has since grown to be worth over $200 million, which is worth more than the fully diluted market cap of its ANT utility token. Wrapped ANT token holders will now govern the Argonne Grants DAO. Optimism published a post-mortem on a degraded service incident on April 26th that resulted in transaction inclusion delays for users. A 10x increase in the rate of transaction requests from 8 transactions per second to 95 transactions per second led to issues such as rate limit errors and reverted transactions. Optimism cited a flaw in the pre-bedrock system in which a read-only copy of OP Mainnet, known as a replica, is unable to keep up in indexing new blocks created by the sequencer during the high throughput. As a result, there is a delay between the sequencer creating new blocks and the replica indexing them during high throughput. Optimism routes read only requests to a replica to protect the sequencer against traffic spikes. The sequencer is then able to focus on processing write requests which require more computational resources. Optimism says the bedrock upgrade, which includes two second blocks, will fix the issue from an architectural perspective. And lastly, Arbitrum 1 has generated over 3,300 Ether in transaction fee revenue, consisting of 2,700 Ether from layer two fees and close to 600 Ether from surplus layer one fees. Since the sequencer pays for layer one transaction fees, users must pay for their transactions in advance. Any surplus transaction fees not consumed by layer one as well as all Layer 2 fees are collected and allocated to the Arbitrum Dow Treasury. This has been a roundup of today's top news stories from ETH Daily. You can support this podcast by subscribing and following us on Twitter at ETH Daily. Also subscribe to our newsletter at ethdaily.substack.com. Thanks for listening. We'll see you tomorrow.